Welcome, guys, to the third podcast, right, guys? It's the yes. third one? Okay. Of the summer. And of the summer. Yes, it's the summer podcast check. It's the hottest podcast of this summer. Yes, sir. For real. Like, I, I, have you seen these people around me, bro? Like, legit, the that, hottest podcast of the summer. And because we're also in California, and it's like the hottest state. We're We're on fire right now. All right, let's kick it off, guys. So... We've already done a couple of the greatest topics ever, but right now we're going to dive into music. Bat, bat. All right. So controversial. The, 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 the controversial topic of music, right? And um, I mean, I know there's like all genres, but we want to just put it in a, in a perspective and, and tie it back to like, you know, um, kind of like mainstream and even, you know, I would say uh, Christian music, right? For sure. Yeah. How, how we view it in, you know, from the worldly perspective and also from our christian day-to-day live perspective so definitely hit us off jose i know you got some some juicy stuff well funny enough bro i googled um the most trending music in the last two years right okay and this is like i looked up artists right and i felt like i almost did an injustice just by looking up the most trending song so instead i went on youtube i googled her name and the first one that came up i looked it up and i tried to like narrow it down to like the most like like pretty much all the genres pretty much and I listened to Olivia Rodrigo's um, driver's license for the first time, bro. Okay. It, my God, what the heck is going on, people? People, dude, like. <laughs> God, my driver's license last week. How does it go? <laughs> bro. Hold up. I wrote something down, bro. It, it blows my mind. She's delusional, bro. Like, she she stalks her former lover, right? She drives by um the the, the suburbs, bro. And, bro, like. This is a really broken like story, and like a lot of people are, like um, connecting with it, bro. And like it really like pains me to see that stuff like this is becoming more and more popularized. Depression. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to her, bro, it's, it's, it's this false sense of love, you know. Yeah, that's true. And then I kept going, bro. And then um, also freaking Katy Perry, bro. I gotta give my respects to her. She's remained relevant for hell years, bro. For real. And she's still trending till this day, right? She really is. Cause baby, you're a fine You work You know what's crazy about um, Most of her work, bro, is that it's also like Very catchy, very upbeat, bro, and you catch yourself Almost dancing to it when you're like in the supermercado Where you're like just doing your everyday that's, thing, right? That's the thing about this music, mm-hmm. right? It's, right? It starts off with the tune, It right? motivates Definitely. you the tune. <laughs> And uh, honestly, sometimes we get carried away With the tune that yeah. we Lack to listen to what the lyrics say. Discernment. Mm. I think Bro, that, I think it's the beat. That's like kind of going back to what you're yeah. saying. Like maybe there's a Olivia Rodriguez song is like, you know, really upbeat, right? And mm-hmm. you know, but people probably aren't paying attention to what the lyrics are saying. Mm-hmm. Did you pull up what you had written down, or for her or for Katy Perry? For uh, for Olivia Rodriguez. I did. All right, go back to that because that song is kind of weird. So she envies the person that sh- um that that she, she like. She's resenting her former ex, right? Yeah. And she like like say, oh, I still miss him. I still think about him. And she's envy of his love of his lover right now. Like I wish I had this like her. I wish I had blonde hair and stuff like that. And it's like, why would you like downgrade yourself? You know? And then she starts like having like these obsessive thoughts about him. And then she literally got to or licensed recently, bro. It's like she's not even that old. Okay, so she's a little young teenager. Right. And eighteen. 
Probably. Yeah. Believe it or not, but this happens to Johnny all the time. Huh, Johnny? Yes, it does. Women <laughs> pass by his house all the time, <laughs> relentlessly. Especially at Living Roger Rodrigo. <laughs> it's actually this song was written for Johnny. Like she literally just told yeah. him she got her license last week. <laughs> no, but yeah. I mean, but once I really narrowed it down, like the whole story, bro. Um, it, it's a catchy song. Don't get me wrong. It's led by a piano. Then there's an orchestra. There's a build up. Like it, the music's actually not bad. Just it was very poorly written in in a sense because like it gives people like this sense of like whatever I'm feeling right now, it's okay. And they fall into the delusion that they stay in that. You know, like. All right, I'm feeling this right now, but I'm gonna remain this way, mm. and that's pretty much what the song's leading up to. Cause like this person did her wrong, bro, yeah. and she's like, what, "What? What if there's something wrong with me?" And you know, I'm like, "There's like so many layers to this. That's why it's like so hard for me to just pin it down." And then it's like, I wish I could say exactly what's wrong with it, but really, it's like she's young, and she has very few like grasp of what love really is. You know, yeah, and she's so more infatuated than she is in love. You know, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people that are listening to this, right, they, they have, like, these butterflies, these goosebumps when, like, they're around a certain person, right? I was sharing this with Marcos the other day. Um, you can't really say you love somebody unless it costs you something. Mm. And to a lot of young people, right, the, the most sacrifice they actually put in is buying them a teddy bear and some chocolate. That's nothing. Nada. Nothing. And, like, obviously, I'm not diminishing her pain. Don't get me wrong, bro. Heartbreak is a real thing. And... I guess that's what people relate to, bro, in that sense. And that's why she became as popular as she did, bro. And it sucks because she left a song like that. If she would have left that a note where it was like, okay, I moved on past this guy, or I'm matured, I no longer need him type stuff. But she left that a note where it's like, I still miss him. Yeah. It's and like, it's yeah. like, why, you know? It's kind of like whatever's trending. Maybe she was going for that, or perhaps I don't know if they actually write these songs either. Like I know. So, so you see, that's a, that's the thing. I think she actually wrote that song. Yeah, that, she did. It's mm-hmm. what she went through, right? Yeah, she went through. Yeah, there was like a whole drama online over it. For who who it was. What? Well, anywho, going back to Katy Perry, right? You guys heard of the song "California Girls," right? Yeah. No. She, she released it like a cover with like Snoop Dogg, bro. I couldn't finish watching it. Well, actually, all right. So it's funny you mentioned that because I actually watched a video mm-hmm. on Snoop Dogg the other day. Yeah. That it was like a reel on YouTube, and he was yeah. talking about they called him on set to do this uh, music, "California Girls," right? Mm-hmm. And the reason, because you said she always remains relevant, right? Yeah, she always does. What motivated her to do this song was, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miley Cyrus's song, yeah, uh, "Party in the USA," mm-hmm. right? That was like the number one hit, and Katy Perry's like, "I'm not gonna let her one up me in my industry, right?" Because that's like, her industry, bro. Because she was there before, right? This is like, this is her, this is her town, right? So that's what motivated her to go like all out into like this obscene music video and even song, um, "California California Girls," right? Yeah. So yeah, that that was like why she, that that was her drive to remain relevant was not like letting her get one up by Miley Cyrus mm. and this is all from Snoop Dogg yeah <laughs> it's like and to an extent he's still a G <laughs> to an extent sorry Snoop like you're losing your touch a little bit bro um but yeah the song pretty much goes as um she, she mentions the girls from California are unforgettable right mm-hmm. she says that they have sex on the beach and doesn't mind doing it with her stilettos and then in the song right Snoop Dogg says that she's representing California bro that, dude, that got me hot. I'm like, no, she's not. And if, like, a lot of people are, like, hearing this and, like, not are consciously aware of, like, what the lyrics are actually saying, it's actually, like, very, like, sexual, bro. And, like, I was watching the music video. I'm like, I can't watch this because it's, like, for one, very cringe, bro. Mm-hmm. 
it was like a weird like Willy Wonka type theme and whatnot. And she's always like, she was laying on her bag. She was nude, bro. And then like, I realized, I, I pulled up something from the internet and like somebody did an article on it and it really caught my mind. Then they were pretty much like, all right, the industry has given up, but we've given in. Oh, okay. And like, because she's like struggled so hard to remain relevant, bro, it's like, she pretty much like pulled every trick she had out of her hat and she was like, you know what? I just got to do this. Like this sells right now. And that's how she continued to remain relevant. Mm. And like, it, it, it's crazy because the article I'm talking about is not Christian, bro. And like, they're saying that we've given in, bro. I mean, I'd say like to an extent, uh, most people, like even non-Christian people have like some certain set of like morals. Absolutely. And like, there's still people that like, even though they don't follow Christianity, they're still conservative. So, you know, maybe this publisher is conservative to an extent and he's realized that, you know, we're just eating like whatever we're fed by the media. Yeah. So I feel like that's where, like, that article, like, that that's where it came from. He's like, yo, like, they're just putting these stuff out there. We're just, like, consuming it. Yeah. And but, the, the next artist I looked up was Esther Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Oh, okay. Yeah. First class? So, so, first, first class. Yes, dude. First class. You guys have heard it. Yeah. Dude, this is my first time hearing it, bro. And, yeah, like. Actually, I didn't even try. I think it was trending through, like. TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Was yeah. It's like a TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics till like, after. Right? Like I said, the yeah. tune, right? The mm-hmm. tune gets you. Yeah. And then you start listening to, like, what it's actually talking about. So, I know you're going to go into, probably to this song, right? So. What is the lyrics? The, the main hook is, like, he promises her that he'll put her in her first class. Right? Yeah. And. They tell her, they, they, all right, there's one lyric, right? I think it's in the chorus. I could be wrong. Where he's like, they tell me to slide through and get undressed. And then says that this lifestyle has very little downsides. Did you write this song, Jose? No, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on and talks about um, his mom, making sure that um, he takes care of her and that um, that she doesn't fall back. Because like, he worked really hard to like maintain her, right? Yeah. And like he starts talking about her dream house, right? And then at the end, like, he low-key mentions Jesus for whatever reason. And then I looked at it, and he just uses it as a footnote, bro. It's like, rhyme. Just to rhyme it? Just, yeah, just to rhyme it, bro. I was like, bro, like, how could you do my boy like, like that, you know? Go for it. That brings me to another topic, bro. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, do you guys remember, I think it was earlier this week, that I saw something trending on social media about Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. the, the how he yeah I seen that. So video. Kendrick Lamar went on stage with a, a corn, uh, corn, uh, a crown, the, crown, the crown of thorns, a crown of and it thorns. was like super bedazzled, full of diamonds. It wasn't even a that. real like yeah, it was just like bedazzled like so it looks fancy, right? You know, I think it was like made yeah. out of gold too. And I was like, I was confused because I was like, why would a rapper put on a crown of thorns? And uh, supposedly he did like a concert and. Uh, during his performance, he actually said that he believed that Jesus was one of the greatest prophets, right? He didn't recognize him. Well, I think I believe that he is but actually Muslim. Here's the ironic part. In 2013, he was supposedly baptized by one of his friend's grandmothers. What? Yeah. And he was a professing Christian, professing Christian. But now he's denying Jesus. Well, he's saying, like, I don't think he's denying him because we know Jesus was a prophet, right? But he was also the son of God, right? He was sent to deliver a message. That's what prophets are. They're sent to deliver a message. Mm -hmm. Jesus was sent to, you know, give us the good news that he's here to redeem us, to fulfill the law, right? 
So yeah, yeah, I think what he's doing is like he's not giving Jesus the full credit of everything he did because one, he knows he's in mainstream media mm-hmm. and he knows that if he says something too far, he's going to lose a fan base. Right. So um, he's using, like he said, he's using uh, Jesus as a footnote, right? Right. To like get a certain, you know, criteria of people because mm-hmm. there's like the, you know, the Christians that are like, you know, one foot in, one foot out. Right. Yeah, that like, are probably going to look at this and like, oh, he's Christian. Right. Let's continue to like listen to his music, you know, those lukewarms, you know, they're going to like be like, oh, this is like okay music because he believes in Jesus. Right? Call it as it is, bro. Call it as it is. Let's just call it as it is, right? right? So I think, you know, these artists are using like Jesus to get clout to an extent. Right. Because they know that, you know, this is a double partisan, you know, there's a group of people that are like, you know, forget religion. We don't want anything to do with it. And then there's the, you know, we want a little bit to do with it, Christians. Because not only is it relevant, it's like yeah. it still has a huge well, to them, like a fan base, like like a group following, and exactly. Like, that's just more money, bro. That's true. It's more money. Yeah, yeah. So to him, maybe it was relevant. And then another thing that annoyed me, I don't know if you have what or you can quote what he said, mm-hmm. but um, he was pretty much advocating for the the. Uh, during that same week Roe v. Wade was actually overturned and you know if you look anywhere on social media there was a lot of women and a lot of people basically just like going on and what I rants think, yeah. about what was going on and uh, basically he just said in one of his songs called Savior he was saying oh they judge you they judge Christ basically something along so along the lines like basically what he wanted to portray was that jesus was okay with abortion and that you know just because they're gonna judge the woman for doing it in the same way they judge jesus he tried to use that same thing and twist it right to like uh favor the women that were against you know the overturn Mm -hmm. and like i said like they're just using it for clout well I'm going to address it right now because, like, I don't want it for it to be an F- elephant in the room and then, like, have us, like, try to avoid this, right? Um, I'm going to be straight up, bro. Like, Mary had every reason to abort Jesus. Okay. And the same thing with Jose, bro, my boy Joseph, dude. Like, he had every reason to leave, like, his wife. Why, yeah. why would you believe that this Holy Spirit came and then impregnated somebody and they're still a virgin? Mm-hmm. Like, that concept is, like, really far beyond, like, I guess the average brain you know yeah. and like especially at that time bro it's like blasphemy for like stoner or something right, right? I'd be like, like that. who got my wife pregnant bro and <laughs> the fact that they both rolled the dice yeah on somebody they haven't met yet dude and it's like you know that's just, that's our savior bro sure. and do you think that he's okay with like ending that bro and it says even in the book of um psalms bro that he knitted like your very like tendons bro yeah in your womb, dude. Like, I knew you, like... Be- before you the, were born. Yeah, in the womb. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, like, I'm gonna leave it at that. That's what scripture says, and, like, you could go do your own investigation on yourself. More than anything, we could probably tell you, like, we want you to do your own investigating, right? Go go read some articles, right? Go actually look at professionals, see what they say about this, right? And formulate your own opinion based on the Bible, what the Holy Spirit is putting in you, and... To not drift off too much off topic, right? Yeah, because we're, we're here for music, right? And absolutely, but like it, a, it's something, something for another day. Yeah, for another day, right? But um, we'll leave it at that just because, you know, we're going to, like, sidetrack and start talking about that. So, another artist. Another artist, okay. Cristina Ola. Who's that? Oh. He's, uh, a, he's a very uh, famous artist, like, in the, mm. in the Hispanic culture. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, bro, how to hit every category, right? Yeah, for sure, yeah. You go, and you go um, one of his most famous songs he did with... Um, 
Este Pepe Aguilar's um, daughter, um, Angelica. Oh, yeah. yeah, she can sing oh, uh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song was called Dime um, Como Quieres Que Te Quiera. Yeah. Dime right? And I was reading, I was. That's another song, bro. <laughs> Here's the lyrics, bro. It says, Y si te llevo rosas, um, um, but you have to And then that that quote's pretty. Oh, let me translate this real bro, quick. Bro, can you sing it for us? No. Never, never that. And like, if I, it, he's pretty much telling um this one chick that if I take you flowers, what would you do with them? And she's like, well, I'm just gonna watch them like dry up pretty much. And he's like, what if I bring you like a, if I serenade for you, right? And she was like, I hope my dad comes out with his gun and stops you. you I'm, know? The, I'm the dad in the music video. <laughs> <laughs> and then to put matters, just to put matters short, it's a synth song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah sure. And, and was here. Why spend so much time on a girl, first of all, you know? That's, for one, way too much energy, right? And, like, that's just not the way to go about things, bro. Well, I think uh, being romantic is actually a good thing, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, I definitely. But, I mean, no, honestly, to, to like, give you more context in the song, bro, like, he's actually a player, bro, according to, like, the lyrics, bro. And, like, she's like I've, like, I've heard of the woman you've been with. Like, I know what you're about. Don't lie to me type stuff. Oh, that changes things. It does change things, bro. And, like... She's actually like has Same. the upper hand in this song, bro. And yeah, she's actually yeah. wise. She's like, Same. you're not. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not gonna fall for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that about this song, you know. Johnny Johnny Man's lighting them. Say it. No, say it. No, no. no. Say speak it right now. now. Oh, Marco, speak now. <laughs> they say. They say. Look at me right here. They say, get your money up, not your funny up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from him, folks. You heard it here. You heard it from your cast. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean. Um, kind of going into that too, like I feel like, uh, like aside from his music, right? Him as a person, right? Uh, he's like portrayed a lot of like insecurities as a male, right? Right, because he's very short. That and like he just had like this heart breakup, right? Oh yeah. And now he's like fully face tatted, like now he's like. Hey, this. some of his tags are pretty sick. No, I'm not saying his art's bad. I'm just yeah. saying like he's gone into this face, kind of like a, like a post Malone. Yeah, Hispanic, yeah, cut, like Hispanic Mexican Post, Malone. Post Malone. Yeah, he's like the Mexican Post Malone right now. So I'm gonna be honest, I have a little bit of bias. I actually really do like the way he's handling his music. He's actually producing a lot of his work, and he's going about it in a very like organic way, you know. For sure. And I'm gonna go about it more in depth as this podcast continues about like the industry and like how it it's so formulaic in a way, right? And it's like very controlled like set of like people, you know, and they're like controlling pretty much a lot of like the success that's going on, and. That was just one example, right? And actually, that was pretty much it, all that I had. Um, so, I guess the common theme here is love, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I remember um, one of my buddies telling me something like so relevant. He was also a Christian, right? And he was telling me that, yo, the reason why um, quote unquote circular music is so relevant is because it's relatable. Yeah, true. Well, and just music in general, right? Yeah. Why do people like listen to music from like all over the places, right? It's because they have some sort of relation or deep connection to what the lyrics are saying. You know, like there's like sad music, right? For the people that are going through like depressing moments in life, right? And they feel like so connected to that. that that's right. why they listen to it in that moment. And then there's like happy Cholio music. music. That's when the Cholio music. The thug music, right? For yep. the guys that think they're really living the thuggish lifestyle. All, right. all I have to say is there was only ever one thug and he paid the price for it and now he's six feet underground. Tupac. Tupac. But y'all, y'all aren't really about it. Because if y'all but, were, okay, okay, there's Mozzie and he's kind of I'll about say, it. This is what I'll say though. And just like before we go off topic, yeah. Tupac, I don't think he was the thug, right? 
Right. And in a way, not. To an extent, the real thugs were the people that killed him, right? Right. Because he thought he was, like, barking up the right tree and, you know, doing the right things. And then sooner or later, it just came to an end. Like, everything that his career could have been came to an end because he thought he was, like, up there. He thought he was, like, the biggest alpha male. Nobody can touch me. I'm immortal. And Definitely. sooner or later, boy got shut down. Yeah. But I think, like, I think that's why people hold on to his, like, music is because, like, they don't know what could have been, but they saw the potential, right? Because he was very lyrical, bro, for real he was, Yeah, he was, like, poetic. And, bro. like, you know, you know the song about him, like, he sings to his mom from prison, right? I forget yeah. the name of the song. Mm-hmm. But, like, all these music, right, it was relatable to the guys that were probably, like, in prison at the time. And that's why, like, his music will be, like, I don't know what could have been. Because, like, music artists can start off good. And then their music career can just go down off of like one, one good album. song and the rest are yeah, just one bad album and you're done. One hit right? wonders exactly, but for real, <laughs> you don't know what would have been. But just like you know, back to that, you know, the the theme of like love, right, is like right. really relevant in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you guys' take is on this, but I always ask this to like you know, like Christians and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, what is your take on like we, if we should listen to like secular music? I would, I, I, I would I, say if you're, if you're just turned a Christian, I would say don't do it. But mm. if you're like mature in Christianity, like you know what you do, you have everything. I think because also, I personally believe there's music, right? There's good music, definitely that is clean, right? Mm-hmm. There's music that my parents would play at my house, all these salsa music, right? Like good music that is about like dedicated to like a man to his wife right yeah Yeah. and like it's just pure love right and you know there's nothing wrong with that like why not dedicate a song to your wife yeah you know and as that type of music i'm like completely okay with but then like we jump to like the like secular music the rap yeah let's talk about killing people all that that stuff holding her exactly (laughs) in the blank toxic relationships all that That's the kind of music, like, I believe, as Christian believers, we should stray away from. Yeah, that's true. And before we go further into this topic, I would like to share a Bible verse with you guys. We need it, bro. Yeah, share it. in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, it says, I have the right to do anything, you mm. say, but not mm. everything is beneficial. Bro, mm. I have Same. the right to do anything, but not everything is constructive. Right. Amen. In other words, you can listen to as much music as you want. Music is beautiful. Music is a gift of God. That's good. Music was made to actually worship God, to glorify yeah. God. Mm. But music can also be used as a weapon by the enemy yeah. right. to influence you. Because let's mm. be honest. Music, music motivates. Music mu- motivates and influences in every possible way. If you're depressed and you're listening to depressing music, you'll That's feel true. even more depressed. Right. If, you're, if you want to feel happier, maybe you'll put a happier more uplifting song and you'll feel more happy For sure. right surely yeah music Just, has power and everything that you do feeds you in a way think about music as food hmm. uh worldly music depending on how it is and what its content is sometimes it may sound good right but if its content does not nourish your spirit mm-hmm. if its content does not nourish you then really all you're doing is just consuming all these extra calories and you're just getting fat right really just like when you're eating junk food, hmm. you're just eating a bunch of junk and you can't, you no longer have the space to eat that which is healthy for you. I'm going to touch on that later. It's it's so dang relevant what you're saying. And this, definitely what Johnny is saying, um, um, it, it's definitely hard to like tell somebody that's just strong from the faith that, you know, you're not allowed to listen to any of the music besides like Christian music. But 
when you've been in that environment so long, it's like it's hard. You, you, it's hard to detach yourself, bro. Yeah. And you almost mm. gotta tame like that flesh, and you gotta like make it submit to Christ, bro. Almost in a way, like, nah. I know you wanna listen to this right now, but you know what that says, and you know what's gonna make you wanna do. You know. Yeah. It's true. And like, there's certain things like Jacob said that's just really unbeneficial to you, and that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Is you gotta have to have like this. Uh, I want to say discernment, but in a way, definitely discernment about what you're putting in yourself. Mm. I'm definitely somebody who doesn't only listen to Christian music. I listen to other genres as well. Mm -hmm. And that I definitely find purpose in regardless of it not being Christian at all. Yeah, every Some people have stories to tell, you know? Yeah. And people like have genuine intentions a lot of times, dude. And it's like disregard that is like I'm kind of like doing, I guess, what God created as an injustice, you know? But definitely being careful what we're consuming. Um, just like a little side note, right? Um, definitely somebody I admire as an artist right now in the industry. Nobody's really talking about him is Chris Stapleton. And he pretty much like hyped up the country industry, right? Because everybody like has like this idea of what country music is about and the sound. And he kind of like, nah, I'm going to do my own thing, right? And he's a much more elderly man, right? He's like in his like late 40s, about to hit 50s, bro. And the way the industry set up is that they first kind of like formulate an artist that's somewhat young, attractive, right? That has a distinct sound. And they kind of like give him lyrics to kind of like spiel off of, right? For With him though, like he was only touring with his wife. And like every time they do like a, a little like duet, bro, it's the most beautiful thing, bro. Like the way he looks at her dead in the eye, bro. And the way she looks back at him, it's like, how could you not appreciate that, right? Mm. And it's like so beautiful just to even be a part of that, bro. And his music's pretty good. And like, you know, those are like a dime a dozen you kind of have to like peek out for, right? And I don't know, I feel like Marcos has something to say when it comes to like this topic. And by the way, guys, me and him are both musicians. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I think Johnny could agree on me with this one because I know he like listens to like a lot of worship music right at night. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think the same way that, you know, like secular music is structured, so is like our Christian music. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have like, you know, those low moments in your life. And like there's always that song, right? That's like meant for like healing, right? Uplifting, Absolutely, yeah. Right? The one that helps you really like break through. And then there's also like that just praise music, right? That you play during the day. It's like, thank you, Jesus. You know, and like you said, like all these songs have a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So I think overall music was designed in a way of purpose, right? Like, right. what are you trying to like fulfill? So like, mm -hmm. the question is like, what do you guys like when you listen to music like throughout the day? Like, are you just trying to like put some background noise, or right. are you actually like with a goal to obtain something like a certain feel, a certain yeah. high, mm -hmm. which most people do with music? So I don't know if you guys can add on to that. Uh, for me, throughout my week. When I, actually, if you guys listened to the last podcast, I talked about this when yeah, I was in school. Get cl closer oh. to your mic, sorry. When I was in school, I would walk around the hallways, listen to like little Baby and stuff, right? And that would motivate me throughout the week, just walking, thinking I was like a hard and stuff, bro. <laughs> but bro, I'm not, I wasn't really hard. And then when I would walk around, like say like, like uh, I changed my week to like worship music, bro, I was walking all holy, bro, trying to like pray for people and stuff, bro. For me, it is uh, just be careful what you, you, you like, put in your ears, I would say, because uh, whatever you put in your ears just goes through all of you. Like Jacob and Jose were saying, you you eat, you can either eat trash or you can either eat that good stuff. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, but honestly, whenever I listen to music, I listen to it for two reasons. Ooh. One, to feel peaceful, because honestly, like sometimes I have times where I feel super anxious and I can't just stop thinking about 
what I'm going to do next. How am I going to finish this assignment for homework? How am I going to manage all these classes at the same time? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And I just take my time to put like some worship music or some, you know, just slow, like relaxing music to help me like calm down so I can actually do things efficiently. And uh, that's basically what it does. It gives me peace. But it also, in the same way, I can find music that motivates me, that Mm. tells me that there is someone out there, that there is a God who cares for me and that there is a God who has always been there for me from the start. And that's that's why like the content of your music matters. Because nowadays, the music that you listen to, most of it talks about either sex, money, women, or basically drugs. just drugs and heartbreak, honestly. Right. And is that really healthy for you? Nope. It, no, not really. Like, mm. obviously, there's those songs that you're like, all right, like, I'm going through a heartbreak and I need to, like, be able to confront my own emotions. I need to, like, move through this because the only way to move, to, move, to uh, get out of something is through, right? Like, especially mm. emotion-wise, you need to confront your emotions. Right. So in that way, I can see it be kind of healthy. But at the same time, like if you're not seeing any growth from yourself because of that music that you're li- because of that music that you're listening to, uh, and it's only pushing you deeper in, then yeah. you know. I would disagree with that. Hmm. I'm gonna disagree with Jacob right now. Nobody's disagree with Jacob. I'm the first one. I'm Respectfully. <laughs> Respectfully, I think like yeah, like you said, maybe they're feeling sad. But I think the worst thing you could do is like feed the flame mm. of your sadness, right? That's yeah. True. So if, like you're going through like a depressing moment, I don't care if it's a heartbreak, you lost a family member. If you feed the flame of like, uh, I'm gonna like just give me some sad music just for a little bit, just so mm. I can uh, feel through feel my better. emotions. They're gonna get stuck in a loop. Because now I love your Rodrigo fans. Yeah, they, yeah, no, exactly. They're gonna get stuck in a loop trying to get over the feeling, but actually they're gonna get addicted to that feeling of what the music is making them go through. So because it's reaffirming what they're feeling, and that can be very dangerous if your feeling exactly, is wrong. Exactly. So I feel mm-hmm. like the best thing to do is like, bro, go go pop some worship music. Like a- acknowledge and, what you're feeling. All right, just admit. All right, I'm feeling down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like God, you know, in in the Bible, I remember like we talk about this often. Like yeah. when God confronts uh, the prophet Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's mourning for like, you know, he's about to like anoint another man that is not Saul. Right. Yeah. Like he's, mm-hmm. he was Saul's right hand man for mm-hmm. so long. And now he's yeah. mourning the fact that he's no longer the anointed one. He doesn't know how to handle it. And God pretty much takes tells him like, hey, like it's cool. You're mourning. But right. like, enough, bro. He gives like, him time to yeah, mourn, bro. Like, it's beautiful. Exactly. Like, like there's a time for everything. Mm-hmm. Like feel mm-hmm. what you're feeling. Yeah. But after you're done with it, get up and move forward. Like because you're going to mm-hmm. get stuck in that feeling for too long. Yeah. 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 So I feel like in uh, we're good. Okay. I feel like if, if they feed the flame, you're feeling sad. You feed the flame. You're going to get stuck in that loop. But bro, go play some worship music. For real. And that's also when you're when you're feeling sad and all that, the enemy can walk in right, right. there. So I want to touch on that, bro. Stop opening them doors. I was, I was telling somebody who's just starting off in the faith, right? And he was like, bro, I've been feeling really anxious lately, dude. I've been feeling really down. I feel like the enemy is just going after me. And I asked him, hey, bro, what are you listening to right now? And he kind of took that as a side topic, you know, just like make me, make me think that I'm probably like distracting him, you know? And like, he was like, oh, I listen to this, that, and the third. I was like, Bro, what you probably need to do is like hold that off for a minute, you know? Yeah. Because what happens is when you listen like the certain circular music, whether like the lyrics are good or not, what you wind up doing, bro, is you wind up giving the like the devil like an inch, you know? Exactly. And like 
you give him the keys to a door that you don't think he's gonna open, but any given moment, he if he decides to open that door, he could put a stronghold on that one inch, bro. And you best believe that one inch is gonna belong to him. The devil is like a roaring lion. And he's just waiting for he's bro. waiting. He's waiting, dude, bro. for you to give him an inch. That's all he needs. That's and all. he'll own that inch, right? That's true. And that's why you always gotta keep yourself on check, bro. And mm-hmm. let me pull out a Bible verse, right? Let me just like stop ranting and pull out a Bible verse, bro. Like, this pretty much like ties everything together with like a little cherry on top, bro. I promise y'all. Okay, for sure. Before you do that, yeah, kind of like just going back. No, to no, we're not ending it. I'm just like one bringing no, it just no, cause. No, no, do yeah. that. Look for that. Yeah. But what I was gonna add to that, mm-hmm. like, like you're saying, like you're giving them an inch. I think as a Christ follower, mm-hmm. you have to be aware of where you are spiritually. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because like, yeah, you could say secular music's good, mm-hmm. but like, let's say you're in like in a down season, right? Like where you're barely getting up from something or you just like, you just backslid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're still on the secular music. Like now uh, you're from like one clean song, you're going to jump to something else, right? Given like an entrada, right? Given right. an opening to the enemy. So I feel like I feel like as a Christian, you have to be aware of where you are spiritually mm-hmm. before going, you know, and back. Yeah, because you always got to give God his time first. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. When you wake sure. up, always give God time, you know, his time first before mm-hmm. you go to sleep. Give God his time. Right. Throughout yeah. your day. And then, you know, that a- extra additional time. Right. You know, if you want to play something else, go for it. But don't forget to get, you know, your priorities straight. Absolutely, bro. Um, things just flow better when you're able to give that God your alone time, when you're able to give him that space, right? Because, because, bro, this is what I kind of, like, disregard as almost, like, foolishness from, like, the church. And I'm not speaking about our church specifically, but I'm talking about, like, the body of Christ in general, bro. Mm-hmm. And, like, the word Christian music, bro, doesn't exist in the Bible. Think about that. It literally doesn't. Mm-hmm. And, and so... I, I, I see like circular music and quote unquote Christian music as two different things, right? Worship and what you do on your long time, it serves a higher purpose, right? Mm-hmm. But what you do on your leisure time, okay, that's different, right? But even then, so you still gotta keep your heart on check, right? Yeah. And that kind of leads to like the, the Bible verse I was actually gonna pull up, bro. So like, this is good. Um, so it says in the book of Mark, right? Chapter seven, right? In verse 20, right? And this is Jesus speaking, right? And I'm reading from the NIV, it says, he went on and he says, what comes out of a person is what defiles him. But for, from within, out of a person's heart, that evil thoughts come, right? Sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lawlessness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from the inside that defile a person, right? Mm. From the heart, bro. Mm. And the Bible always tells us to guard our hearts, right? Mm. And... I remember hearing Todd White say this right from like a YouTube short, right? I don't really listen to him, but like this really caught my attention, right? And he was like, the, the thing that makes music such a powerful tool is that it bypasses your brain and goes straight into your heart. Because mm-hmm. like the, the list of songs I mentioned to you guys in the beginning, right? I was a little shaky and kind of summarizing it because like they're very explicit. Mm-hmm. And like most of the songs, I feel uncomfortable like pretty much saying it out there and then making somebody like stumble right now. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, sure. you're trying to break it down in a way where it's like digestible, right? But I, I guess what, what the, the scriptures are pretty much telling us to do is that, all right, music's gonna sound good, right? It's gonna make you feel a certain way, right? But if you keep it around for too long and if you ain't entertain a demon for too long, um, you're gonna wind up like having a little struggle getting rid of it. Yeah. And because you didn't keep your heart on check, bro, because you let it in. And because again, music is like uplifting, like certain beats get you all the time, but like, you really got to put in the work and do your investigating and like see what the song is trying to like throw at you, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
it, it's crazy because like I know somebody that's like that holds music in general like very dear to them, bro. And he was like, bro, this is part of the reason why I kind of like stepped away from the church because they condemned me for liking um, certain artists like CCR or like the Beatles. And like, I saw that and I'm like, dude, like what's so bad about them, right? Like these are flawed people just like me, right? But they're able to like bring out the best out of them. I'm like, bro, you got like pretty much like the back end of somebody trying to live out religion, you know? It yeah. even says in the book of Romans, bro, we were reading with Beatles, bro, that, that, that chapter four, 14, no, 16, 15 yeah. and 16, bro. 16. Go look it up, guys. Like, it, every taboo you might have about church, like when it comes to alcohol, like whatever you do, like in your long time, go read Romans chapter 15 and 16, bro. Yeah. It pretty much narrows it all down to this basic principle. If you feel embarrassed about what you're doing, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. There's just nothing more to it, right? And if you, if you feel like guilty about doing something, like keep your heart on check, exactly. analyze it, right? What am I going through right now and what I need to do about it? And with that, um, again, this is a very condensed topic. We're all like, yo, this is a very short topic, but. I think that's what we want to get that message across, mm -hmm. you know, with yeah. that. So I ended on that high note, yeah. But just be aware, do your investigating. Um, we're not telling you don't listen to circular music. We're telling you do your research and know what you're putting it into your own body. Be right? smart where you feed yourself. Yeah, but yes. that does not mean, that does not mean that you have to give up genres of music altogether. Right, there's still good music out Let there, Let me clarify guys. that because there's a lot of people who will go to church and automatically say, oh, rap, rap is not God. Right. That's not God's or reggaeton or like something like cumbias or like, Banda, things like that. And believe it or not, there are plenty of good Christian bandas, Christian reggaetoneros, Christian rappers out there who are willing to spread the message of God through all of these different genres. Without yeah. compromising the gospel. Exactly. So all you have to do is guard your heart for music that does not edify you. Yes. And obviously take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Right. You know. Because again, the people making this music, most of the time, yes, they're, uh, in my heart, I'm thinking they're influenced by the Holy Spirit. And most of the time you could like pretty much see it, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times I don't know what this person like is like, what their intention is, right? Mm -hmm. So like, even when it comes to Christian music, right? Have discernment, have discernment, mm -hmm. pray for it yeah, yeah. and act on it, right? Do your work, do your homework, kids. I know it's summer, but you gotta do your homework. Yes, sir. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys for watching. I know, like I said, this is a condensed topic, but uh, like I said, we'll leave it on that high note. And uh, thank you guys for watching. We love you guys. Stay have tuned. Have a great for the, day. Have a great day. And stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you. Stay cool. Adios.